During night of putrid sin, you kneel and ask for favor from our Lord. You ask for forgiveness while contemplating your next horrid acts. Have you no decency left, King? We both know I am not in complete control of my faculties. We both know you've convinced yourself of this. What am I to do then? Should I never ask for forgiveness ever again? Should I allow pure evil to flow through me? After all I've done in this world? You can acknowledge your hand in this great divide. <sighs> you can admit your faults. Kneeling and begging for forgiveness isn't enough? You don't really mean it, Asylus. Do you? Do you truly mean what you say in your prayers? I, I do. I want to return and be in his good graces again. Can you blame me for trying? The Lord sees what's in your mind, as well as your heart. You say these words in your head, and they are followed by images of women, violence, and abominations. You know this, and this too is your fault. Your will has been broken and is now buried in the filth the devil has fed you. The wretched is your god now. I don't wish for this to be so. Oh, but you do, Osiris. You cannot deny it. You've always been devoted to him. Underneath your devotion to our creator. If you're right, then why would the father allow me to get this far? Why didn't he stop me long ago? Because you've always had the power to change directions. You have free will after all. Free will, you say? And what about destiny and the prophecies? Why bother giving me free will if the ending has already been written? Destiny is just like any other program. If you truly thought about your question, I mean if you really dig deep into it. What in existence isn't programmed? What exists that isn't governed by a set of rules or laws or functions? If I pick up a rock and let it go, it will fall to the ground, will it not? And I knew it would before I ever picked it up, so why bother picking it up in the first place? Because you either want to prove it will hit the ground, or you manipulate it so its trajectory renders a desired outcome. Maybe drop the rock somewhere specific. A desired destiny. Interesting. New Kingdom Radio Theater. New Kingdom Radio Theater presents The Beggar, the first film by the writer-director of The Rise of King Asylus, J.V. Torres. Get a glimpse of King Asylus's America in this thrilling short flick. Now making its rounds through the film festival circuit, the only place to watch this movie is on our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash King Asylus and sign up for as little as $1. Critics say the beggar is outstanding. First-time director J.V. Torres is way ahead of the curve, say indie filmmakers. If you listen to King Asylus, you have to see The Beggar. Go to patreon.com forward slash King Asylus or click the link in the show notes and watch this thrilling flick today. Outside Medigo, the Alpha Omega met with his cherubim generals, 
to discuss their tactical options. The Cherubins would lead the charge against Beals and Osiris. They suggested the battle should also include an aerial assault. It would essentially be flying angels versus flying demons. The Alpha Omega agreed and said the use of blessed water would burn them like fire. Back in South Carolina, demons were still fighting the cannibals. However, without warning, both the cannibals and demons abruptly stopped and scattered in different directions. When the coast was clear, Lord Banks and the others headed in the direction of the bunker. But in spite of the medicine and replenishment of supplies, Cody's condition continued to worsen. JJ and the others did everything they could to help him regain his strength. Hey babe, drink more water. You're sweating like crazy, and you're probably dehydrated. <coughs> I can't drink anything right now. My throat feels like I'm swallowing razors, and I feel like I've been given three booster shots at the same time. But you have to drink something, babe. <sighs> hey, how much longer do you think we'll be before we get to the other bunker? Shouldn't be long, I'm starting to recognize some of the landmarks. We're definitely headed in the right direction. Well, thank God. Babe, listen. If I don't make it, I want you to know I love you with all my heart. And I'm grateful to have loved you all this time. And that I got to marry you. I want you to know that, okay? Cody, please. Please don't talk like that. You're scaring me. You can't make me a widow right after our wedding. You just can't do that. I know, babe. I'm not saying this is it. All I'm saying is just in case. That's all. Well, me, I won't even think of it. You will get better, Cody. And we will make it through all of this. I believe this in my heart. I've been praying a lot. You've been praying? <coughs> Look, Cody, I know you think I've doubted the existence of God and all that, but after all we've seen and have been through together, it's pretty clear to me. <coughs> no atheists in a foxhole, they say. <coughs> Babe. <coughs> I think I dreamed angels when I was unconscious. Angels? Yeah, but these angels were pretty intimidating. 
They weren't like the kind you think of in movies when they act all nice and have big white wings. These angels looked like they were ready for a fight. They weren't smiling or nothing like that. Okay guys, looks like we're here. I think this is the place. JJ, do me a favor, wake up Monica. Monica, time to wake up. We're here. Atlas, Jeremy? We're lucky I've flown those before. It should have enough fuel to get us to the airbase we have in the southern region. You mean this thing won't make it to New Eden? We barely have enough fuel to make it to the southern base. We still have a number of bases that weren't destroyed by the earthquakes and whatnot. We'll refuel there and then cross the Pacific. Right. Listen, Peter. We really shouldn't take too much time at the base. Not sure if our people are still in control there. If we encounter hostiles, we'll have to fight them, because we need the weapons to take back with us. The southern base has some Orion weapons, but only I have the code to retrieve them from their vault. Do you really think we'll encounter hostiles? I mean, this Atlas has defenses, right? We can't assume anything, and we have to be prepared for anything and everything. Understand? We can't guess anything either. Bottom line is, we have to get this bird to the west coast of the original states and refuel again or we'll have to trek the rest of the way using ground vehicles. And that would mean... Come on. Let's not play dumb at a time like this. This world is being overrun by demons and cannibals. We need to be prepared to fight our way home. Get it? Copy that. Good. Let's move.
At the Grand Castle, King Osiris learned that Gabriel was helping Isaac retrieve top-secret information from his office. In spite of this, Isaac decided to control his father about his actions. Gabriel argued against this idea and told Isaac it was increasingly dangerous to approach his father. But Isaac said he was not afraid and that this was the moment he would make his stand, even if it was his last. Gabriel retreated to a location outside the castle and gave Isaac a special device to summon him should he find himself in dire trouble. Father, I take it you know by now that I illegally entered your office. You've done many foolish things in your life, Isaac. But this is one of the dumbest things you could have done. I realize now where where I went wrong, and I've come to ask... No. No, I've come to beg for your forgiveness. I don't believe this is forgivable. Remember, I am your son. Your eldest son. The one who gave up his right to the throne to my younger brother. I did that for the kingdom. I did that for you because I knew that's what you really wanted. I don't believe a word of it, son. It's true. I admit I was always intoxicated and behaving like a child, but deep down inside I've, I've always been on your side. You have a peculiar way of showing it. Father, how... How can I prove to you that I'm... I'm being sincere? Tell me where Gabriel is. Gabriel? I... I don't know where he is. Summon him. I'm certain he gave you a device to contact him. So call him and tell him to come here. Dad, come on. Now, you know that isn't necessary. It is if I say it is. Now call him, or the only thing you will prove to me is that you are not being sincere, and this whole act of yours is rooted in deceit. And that would be very bad for you. I think the dungeon might be too good for you if you cannot produce Gabriel right now. I don't even know if I can. Look, I came here to ask you if you would have me back. With Jacob out of the picture, I, I wish to have my birthright back. Isaac, this meeting with you is getting more ridiculous by the minute. Summon Gabriel now, or I will summon the guards. You would harm your own son? Your flesh and blood? You wouldn't do that. Ask your brother if I would do that. Father, I'm begging you. I'm going to count to three. Summon Gabriel now, or you will find yourself in a world of pain, Isaac. I am not playing with you anymore! <sighs> Fine. <laughs> he vanished. A coward. I knew it. 
Natalia! Yes, your majesty. My son Isaac was just here. And now I'm stressed out. Your son? I thought you said he is kept prison. The little coward ran away again with that traitor, Gabriel. Wait, Gabriel was here too? <sighs> Obviously. I need to de-stress. You know what I like. Right? Do you want to behead someone or use some other? <laughs> Method. Keep it simple. I think I'll behead someone. Maybe a few people. You did mention the sweet timid girl from the California region that really agitated you last night. The three California girls, yes. Good idea, Natalia. Bring them to my special chamber and get them ready. I'll retrieve the blades. <laughs> So, the king is definitely planning to marry Lord Shelley, and they are going to command the demon army together against the Son of Man? Makes sense. Our father has become the most evil man on the planet, Jacob. How can you be so nonchalant about it? I'm not. I'm trying to process all this. It was one thing when we were speculating, but now we know what he's really planning. And I've got to say, I had hoped we were wrong. I feel like now we lost both our parents. I'm actually pretty bummed out about this. I know you two have a serious dilemma on your hands. The planning of an execution is one thing, but to plan the execution of your own father must be incredibly difficult. Well, it's either him or us. Honestly, I'm not sure we should interfere with destiny. The king is on a collision course with the son of God. I mean, wow, he doesn't have a chance of winning that fight. If you really think about it, if we just let the natural order of things run its course, the king will meet his fate, and his death won't be on our conscience. And what if all this Bible prophecy mumbo-jumbo isn't true, and we just had an opportunity to stop this madness? How would you like that on your conscience? Gabriel, I cannot be appreciative enough for all you've done for me and my brother, and Brittany, and everyone else you helped. But really... How can you stand in the middle of a war between angels and demons and still not believe the Bible prophecy? I mean, your denial simply astounds me. I'm actually with Jacob on this one. Everyone knows I never bought into any of that prophecy stuff. But look where we are. Look how the world has turned out. If you were to describe what is happening throughout the world, I would wonder if it would sound terribly similar to the book of Revelation. Well, the fool wonders and the wise ask questions. Ugh, look, can we have the theological debate some other day? Right now we have to decide what our next move is. Can we at least agree to this? Agreed. Agreed.
Heavenly Angels. Soon, we will war with our adversaries. We will set out to destroy all those that have turned away from our Father, our Creator. We will set out to punish the non-believers and cast them down to hell where they belong, to burn eternally. We will fly through the air of this domain and obliterate the evil, the wicked, the perverse, the twisted, and the rotten. The demons have been given names by seven heads. Ayavazi, Christian, Hindu, Islamic, Jewish, Thelemite, and King Asilas. Protruding beneath them are ten horns. The remaining ten lords of the High Council. This King Asilas is like a leopard, with the feet of a bear and the mouth of a lion. The dragon has given him his power, his throne, and his great authority. But they, and all those that follow and worship the lion, will soon be crushed by the lamb. been listening to the rise of king asylus episode 69 the lion and the lamb starring jv torres as king asylus stephen fisher as lord jeremy oreb mike mcdonald as prince isaac dominic notaro as prince jacob amanda haggist as jj Austin Beach as Cody Valentine. Madeline Goshorn as Lord Vanessa Banks. Alex Olson as Gabriel. Jordan Blom as the Alpha Omega. Skylar Torres as Archangel. Adam Higgins as Lord Peter Hemingway. Joanna Valdison as Natalia. And narrated by Sergei Brajnikov. This episode features the song Haunted by Restless Spirit. Download the music of Restless Spirit on Bandcamp.com today. For more information about the cast, the music, or this production, please visit us at TheRiseOfKingOfSilas.com for a full list on our Season 5 episode page. And now a word from our podcast friends. It's time to feel the rage. Join us on Film Rage, where we talk movies, current releases, coming attractions, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey. And Murray. Yo. Why is it that you always talk all the time? I can't understand I why. This, this, is, voice this is the Merman, the voice of reason. These two can't awesome. agree on anything most of the time. Some movies are Mondo, some are just suck. Every week, something is going to make us rage. Join us every Wednesday and feel the rage. This has been a production of the new Kingdom Radio Theater in Baltimore, Maryland. Copyright 2022. I'm John Burkhardt, and stay tuned for Episode 70.